Hey, all welcome right. back to the infamous podcast as Daryl steps all over the intro. Daryl. Uh, that was Daryl that stepped on the intro. I'm Brian. This episode 295. Uh, hey, Daryl. Yes. Did you know class cataclysmic events are a thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're also called um, disaster porn. Yes. And uh, okay. So the just the the onus for, for this week's episode is uh, the title of Superman and Lois was a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events. But then like Loki was essentially a gigantic cataclysmic event the whole episode and uh spoilers in more ways than one right um and then uh you know some of the news bites kind of i'm gonna jokingly like call things cataclysmic events um (laughs) and then the bad batch had a cataclysmic event because it was we'll talk about it when we get to it uh (laughs) so all right hey how's your week going it's friday it's time to time for us to record and you know yeah, I'm not trying to build a clubhouse and stealing boxes or anything like that. So, no, no. So I didn't get fired for that. So that, that's good. That's good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Lots of lots of interesting things happening this week. There's a bunch of stuff we're not talking about. Uh, Fast Nine hit the hit the movie theaters. Uh, that kind of snuck 66 up. Sixty six million. Bit. Yeah, crazy, right? Thursday night. Uh, yeah. So we're probably going to see it. I, I planned on going to see it maybe this weekend, maybe on Monday, just so I don't add to that opening weekend box office because of uh, China Cena. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> that guy. Oh. Haven't heard a thing from him. No. Well, except for that he's coming back to wrestling, and I cannot wait for him to get just booed mercilessly uh, out of the building at SummerSlam. The sign so. should be legendary. Uh yeah so uh, well you know what though is WWE has a has a long history of taking signs away from people so this is true the yeah. uh, the hey John why can't you see Taiwan or you know <laughs> something like that <laughs> would, would would definitely not fly anyway um but yeah so we are we've got some news on on a supernatural spinoff. Uh, we're talking about some of our favorite YouTubers this week because they all seem to have gotten banned. Um, and we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit, uh, especially Heel versus, versus Babyface, because what he got banned for cracks me up. Uh, Shang-Chi had a new trailer come out, and then we're going to do the murderer's row of Loki, Bad Batch, and Superman and Lois. Yeah, that's being kind when you say murderers row but yeah okay i mean like i mean it's kind of what we we like right now we're we're in loki bad batch and soups and lolo territory right now for for let's just say trifecta there you go trifecta so uh so yeah so that's what we have to look forward to for the rest of the episode kicking off we've got the supernatural spinoff which you know let's be honest supernatural spinoffs don't have the best track record of making it to air so when when they're when they're talking about the Winchesters, which is uh, actually being brought up on uh, by Jensen Eccles and how do you say his wife's name? I always say Daniel, but I it, I don't know if it's Daniel Danielle Danielle yeah. So I it looks like Daniel. So anyway, yeah. um, sounds like a angel name, right? Because you know Castiel, yep. Uriel, and she's pretty. So Gabriel. Uh, yeah, maybe, she was in a few episodes too. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? Um, but so, so yeah, Jensen is is working with the uh, former co-executive producer Robbie Thompson, 
and they've got a script commitment. So it's written, um, and I don't, I don't know what the next steps are. It's like really early on, but this is before Dan. Damn, <laughs> this is before Sam and Dean, uh, and it's about John and Mary Winchester, told from the perspective of Dean, who Jensen Eccles will be back for that as the narrator, which I think kind of seems interesting. But it says. The Winchesters is the epic untold love story of how John met Mary and how they put it all on the line to not only save their love, but the entire world. <laughs> and as I was telling you, well, one, this is a, this might be a little different from the other failures because both of those, uh, it was called one was called Bloodlines and what was called the Wayward Sisters. Yeah, they both had backdoor pilots where. That were and then like in the sense of during the season of Supernatural, these characters were given you know front center stage and it just kind of they both fizzled out. They neither one of them got picked up. Yeah. So this is a little different in that respect. And like I, t- I was telling you before we went to air, is that there's a little bit of uh, and you you actually and you can explain what you what you mentioned, but there's actually kind of a continuity issue a little bit in the in the sense because. Mary, no, or I should say, John never knew that Mary hunted until her her father, until Mary's father and mother were killed. Mm-hmm. And I just, and one of the things I knew that one because I just watched the reaction to that episode, season four, episode three, when Castiel sends Dean back in time, basically to say, "Look, dude, you can't change things. Mm-hmm. I mean, things happen." But you made an interesting point because, and again time travel and all the wonkiness dean was the one that helped his father pick out the impala right well so all of that is just the same whole time travel spiel of okay that how does that work that's kind of a paradox isn't it right so but you mentioned that hey dean coming there could have been changed something even slightly where now john knows about hunting and him and, and this series is the him and mary doing the hunting or what have you before Dean, before Sam. Right. Because I believe this was like nine years before Dean was born. I'm not exactly sure. It was like nine or ten years before right. Dean was born. I mean, because it says here, I mean, Mary was killed by a demon when Stan was still when Sam was still a baby. Uh, investigating her death, John becomes a hunter and then passes his knowledge and skills. I'm, they should put skills in quotes and knowledge for that matter in quotes uh, onto his son's. John was a recurring character in the first season, died in the second season premiere. Spoilers. But that was like 18 years ago, so suck it. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so honestly, I think probably what happened is is Dean, like what would be really interesting is if it, it picks up where Dean tells him to get the Impala and then like they do that little like supernatural like montage flash that they would do when they would like show real quick what happened in the previous season um yeah and in its current and then they go in a different direction like this is a different timeline um see i i could get with that like that Uh, would be cool honestly when i first heard this news as big as you know i was i was one of those i was on the ground floor of supernatural when it started the first episode i watched and i've watched it since then i never it's not like smallville where i took a break for a few months or something mm-hmm. i've watched supernatural every week live since since it's been you know it's been a thing yeah so I, I was i, watched, I was kind of i started watching in season three 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched season three first because I got my father-in-law the DVDs and then I took the digital codes because that's when like they used to give you the digital codes for, for iTunes with with all the TV shows. And I watched season three before I watched anything. <laughs> um, and then went back and watched seasons one and two. And then the only season I watched appointment viewing was season five. Yeah, season five was great. And then I didn't watch it again until the 10-year retrospective of season five. <laughs> the 10-year retrospective? Yeah. You know, that's, it was, that's... It, I mean, it was nice how Sam and Dean got back together 10 years later. I mean, unfortunately, Dean died, but, you know, it was uh, it was a really, like, just great reunion special. Like, after, like, and who, who does that 10 years after a show goes off the air? So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're never letting that go. I'm committed to the bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I honestly... I was kind of leery about it, but, you know, talking with you and and reading some of this stuff, despite uh, Jarrett Padalecki's little, little yeah, minor we'll, Twitter meltdown. we'll get to meltdown. that in a sec. So I thought this was going to be animated. You thought it was going to be The first what? time I read through this, I would have swore it said animated, that it was going to no. be an animated There show. is actually a supernatural animated. There is, yeah. Like, which I, 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 I never got a chance to watch. Uh-oh. It's, it's that anime style. I guess you're you're not like. a part of the uh, SNP fam. <laughs> what is? I've wait, never what, been. What was that hashtag? SPN family. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm I've never been to a convention either. Natural. Yeah. You've never been to a so, comic book convention. That's right. Or no, supernatural convention. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, all right. So the, this is not this this announcement today was not without or yesterday whatever it was was not without its controversy. Uh, apparently, Jensen didn't let Jared Padalecki in on what was happening, and Jared did the thing <clears throat> that if you know someone in real life, you should never do. He went straight to Twitter, and uh, I'm going to read his tweets. Um, but I'm going to read them in Jared's voice. Dude, happy for you. Wish I <laughs> wish I heard about this some way other than Twitter. I'm excited to watch, but bummed that Sam Winchester has no involvement whatsoever. Your name is Jared Padalecki. You are not Sam did Winchester. You, you, That's a character you did not just do the goddamn clap. TV show. Yeah, I did. I did. I did the claps. Because... That pissed me off right there. It's like, dude, you, 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 you were a character on a show, and and let's be honest, you were the lesser of the two brothers. Just putting it out there. Pretty much. Um. So yeah. So then. So he does that, and then you know some. Um. Soy-filled individual replies, uh, "This has got to be a bad, ja- bad joke." Hello, Jarpad and Jensen Eccles. This ain't it, sirs. We're freaking out. And Jared replies, no, it is not. This is the first I've heard about it. I'm gutted. Uh, followed up by the, hey, world, thanks for the love. Please, please, all caps, don't send any hate or threats because you know that's what these douchebags just jump to. I care deeply mm-hmm. about everyone involved in would be in true misery if any of them were harmed or threatened, then why did you go out and put it on Twitter first? Why? All right, here's his last tweet. 
at Jensen Ackles and I had a great talk, as we do often, and things are good. The show is early in the process with miles to go. We've traveled a lot of roads together, and sometimes those damn roads have bumps. Bumps don't stop us. Once brothers, always brothers. Hashtag SPN family. All right, if you're brothers, you should have just picked up the phone immediately and been like, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Like, what? I want to be involved. I want to, I want to be the co-narrator. That I want my dopey voice to, to be on there instead of your cool, gravelly voice. Yeah, and that, it, that's exactly it. People, so I know. Don't use Twitter. Yeah, to let out. No, I, let me backtrack. Do not use social media to have little conniption. Don't fits air your dirty or, laundry. Yes, if you have a problem with somebody that you know, don't put it on social media. Talk to that person. So, like I told Brian, even if you don't know that person. Yeah. Figure out how to just, get in touch with them and do it privately. Yeah. You know? yeah, do, yeah, do a DM where you say, hey, can we chat about X, Y, or Z? Yeah. But like like I said, hey, I, I thought it was a little bit weird that Jensen did not call him and say, hey, you know, but this announcement's going out. He could have done it the same day before he sure. sent out the tweet or whatever. Like, he, hey, he could have just done so it you know. Like, yeah, like minutes before. Like, hey, by the way, this is about yeah. to be tweeted. Peace out. Yeah. That's all. So that's all. I think that's on Jensen. However, with that being said, Jared is a big boy. I mean, yeah, he's literally, like six, he's 6'5". Five. Five. Yeah, he's giant. And jacked. Dude, pick up the phone. You all have worked together for 15 years, unlike what Brian says, <laughs> and call the guy. It was okay? five years and one one-hour special. <laughs> Come on. Like, they barely know each other. Let's be honest. No, you're right. Okay, no, how, you're right. how about they've a nice compromise? Together. They've known each other for 15 years. No, you're right. They've worked together for 15 <laughs> years. And, you know, they have. They've been. They spent a lot of time shooting in in the front seat of an impala um driving up and down roads i mean that that there's probably the majority of time filmed in the whole show was them in the front seat of a car oh there's a ton of time right? with that so i mean they were always yeah. there and you know it, but th- what bothers me what bothers me is this is he knows what twitter is Right. Yes. He a hundred percent knows, and and to 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 make the statement of you know, uh, please don't send any th- hate or threats. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew you wanted to have somebody go and shit on Jensen Eccles' day by doing just what you did. Because your little feelings were hurt. Yeah. So and then the 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 soy filled individual. This ain't it, sirs. It's not up to you. I, I don't care if you're freaking out. Like. You you're 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 a stupid Stan account. They like, go away. Yeah, and the for him to say I'm gutted. Yeah, yeah. I if, sure if would like mine gutting you, boy. Right. If you uh, <laughs> if you don't use your own name on social media, like I believe none of what you say. <sighs> and everyone's like, oh, anonymity, and and anonymity, anonymity. You know what? Nope. Uh, not for you. Not no. Nobody. No. I. My, no. my all my social stuff is my name. So if I say something, I said it. If it got hacked, mm-hmm. it's still under my name. I have to deal with that. It's not like I'm Jay Williams and gonna say something stupid <laughs> and be like, "Oh, I was hacked." No, you're a moron. Um. But yeah. So so here's the thing. This takes away from the excitement of the show for me, one hundred percent. Um. Not because uh, 
Sam Winchester, a.k.a. Jared Padalecki, isn't involved. Um, but because it's already starting on a note of people are going to be divisive about it because it's just one of the brothers. Yeah. So. But it, it, again, people are not are not going to understand that this is not the brother's story. No. Yes. Jensen Ackles is narrating, but he is not his he's it's not going to be like dean is going to be in the show as we've known him for right all this time he's the executive producer as well so you know again dean dean uh, jensen left the cw like this this is a warner brothers this is gonna be a warner brothers show it's probably gonna end up on hbo max let's be honest it's probably not gonna be on the cw that would actually jared, make it more interesting for absolutely, me absolutely right jared padalecki Stayed with the CW. He's doing the the you know, the 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 homeless man's version of Chuck Norris, and you know, great. You're you're on the most popular show on the CW. That's awesome. I'm happy for him that he found something. You know, Jensen is stretching his wings. He's gonna go do the boys. He's doing a bunch of different things. He's gonna executive produce this. He voiced Batman in the Long Halloween. Um, awesome. Like, he's trying different things. Everybody should be happy for him. Uh, what I'm disappointed about is that he's going back to the supernatural well so early. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so this is something to follow. Uh, obviously, um, I don't think either of them were right in how it was handled, but I think one of them handled it better than the other one. Yes. Hey, Daryl. Yes. Volomagolis. <laughs> now, if you say that in the translated uh, from Valyrian into English, um, we would get banned from Twitter. Yeah. Now, much, much like our, our, our uh, I, mean, I don't even want to say buddy because we don't know him. I've never met, left a comment or anything, but uh, as from heel versus babyface. Uh, anyway, what's your question? If we would put that Valamorgolis in valerian in there will we get banned uh i don't know it depends on like um if in essos that is considered hate speech um you know because twitter is a global platform after all and and you know they don't really care about the laws in america as long as you're not breaking the laws anywhere else right so uh <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, uh, if you guys don't know, there is a, a YouTuber out there. His name is Az. His channel is Heel versus Babyface. I did not know about Heel Heel versus Babyface until I don't know what what do you want to say like three months ago when you told me about yeah. it. Um, I've since watched nearly every video he's put out since then. Um, he quickly became one of my favorites. Um, um, mainly because when 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 he talks about um soy filled individuals or sjw's he gets the for realsies <laughs> <laughs> and because he's this big british dude big big heavy set british guy and and he's got the british accent and it's the for realsies <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time i know i'm very simple um <laughs> i'm easily amused but anyway so he got suspended and he's not the only one of our our like youtube staple of uh of people we follow who got suspended this week on Twitter. Um, but yeah. he was banned and suspended uh, from YouTube or from not YouTube from Twitter. Um, and he put out a video about it, which is very funny. You, you should watch. 
and he he said all men must die <laughs> as a reply to someone uh quoting game of thrones after so a little bit of background he's talking about this god awful oh. <laughs> horrible winter hulk is coming uh yeah sorry i guess i should have given it the context oh of so jason aaron and like who are the other people involved in this what, what is going to be it's a jason show? aaron and javier garbone uh yeah. Garbon. uh yeah it's <laughs> it's world world war Hawk. um <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> hey man we got to be inclusive yeah. Remember when Marvel was was known as the House of Ideas? Uh now it's the House of Pandering and bullshit. Um, and remember when Jason stories? Remember when Jason Aaron was actually good at writing comic books? Because I sure do. Yeah, uh, I remember when when Jason Aaron was the, the the reason his name on a book was the reason I bought it. That that's mm-hmm. been years since that's happened. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just this, you know. It's just funny so, drama. Yeah. So right. first, like to get to this, they're doing a World War She-Hawk where she looks like Daenerys on steroids. And it's it's looks like all, she has the onslaught type. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very da- similar onslaught. Daenerys and onslaught had a baby and he got yeah. the blonde hair instead of the Professor X red skull bulb. <laughs> yeah. So one, they're rehashing a good story in World War Hulk, just like they're doing. I won't. You know, the whole Miles Morales is getting his clone saga. So that's something else. But just the idea, they've already redesigned She-Hulk to look like a ma'am. A ma'am. Which, <laughs> yes. Because, you know, She-Hulk has always been, have a womanly figure, but she was badass. Oh, so. man, I wish I was using the uh, the pod track today and I could have had the, it's ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and so he added Marvel jason aaron and javier garone and he said all men must die yeah well and because it's called world war they hulk and you know it's just it's ridiculous um yeah honestly he should have just wrote Valer margolis because yeah. you know you, you know what you're dealing with with twitter and and all of that but i do like that he called her called she hawk super saiyan targaryen um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know as is as is a funny dude he he makes a lot of jokes um you know he, he makes a fun of fun of a lot of people so it, it, it's just one of those things that is is what it is but i guess this is he said this was like his third strike so he's done with twitter i guess mm-hmm. um this is why I, I i mean we don't neither one of us use social media a whole lot we mainly use instagram to send memes and pictures of people back and forth to each other yeah you know i mean honestly like between you and jay and jamie i don't like use instagram for anything else so. no oh my god no now granted i do find some good at, like workout stuff and martial arts stuff but mm-hmm. i don't i mean like today, I, I had a ten minute kind of like time span where I was just, I was just spamming memes at people. <laughs> so yeah, we don't get on there to, you know, converse. Like you know, I've, I, I 
deleted my all my Twitter account. Was it about a year and a half ago or something like that? Yeah. And I didn't you just do it or at I least ha- I still it down? have it. I deleted it off my phone. Um, okay. And off of my tablet, but like I can still go to it because I I still post like. I post the podcast episodes on there because, I mean, it's kind of stupid not to. There's, you know, even though it's a dying platform, there's still, you know, 30 million people on there. Someone might want to listen to this nonsense. <laughs> like I say all the time, Twitter, not Twitter is nothing more than a wretched hive of scum and villainy. That is true. The people at the, the, people at the top are terrible people because this is the thing. I'm going to be okay, honest. If you it's have... not just the people at the top of Twitter. Like, I, it's I, most of Twitter. I, I have a Ford, former student who works there, and like mm-hmm. I told you, like when when everything was going down around the election and and everything, and and you know, uh, this individual posted, "I'm so happy that I work here, and so proud of everyone here." And I just sent him, and this was actually the last DM I ever sent um, a DM and said, "I couldn't be more disappointed in you for working there." And good luck. We're done. So quit. You you know, because this person would call me constantly and be like, I hate California. I want to move back to Ohio. Then do it. I want to yeah. break up with my girlfriend. Oh, no, I want to get married to my girlfriend. It's like, okay, then do it. You know, it's just like, you know, quit whining about it and live your life. And And this person also goes on Twitter and shares like every aspect of their day. Uh, yeah so yeah. that that was like you know it's just one of those things but anywho uh yeah so not only did as get banned uh gary from nerd Robot got banned i just saw that before we started i'm not even sure why he got banned uh and then eric eric july got banned and he made a whole video about it which i watched i think you watched it too right yeah yeah i watched that. um you know he, he used some spicy language there but it's no spicier than what some other people say. Uh, and it's no spicier than what some of the stuff that the new Snow White has said. Oh, yeah. About people. So uh, I, I figured out how they can get around the Snow White thing. Instead of skin, okay. white as the driven snow, or white as the driven snow and hair as black as night. Switch it. Oh, jeez. I mean, why not, right? I mean, something's got to be snowy white about her. Give her give her snow white hair. Then she'll be Storm. Yeah, I know. I was going to I was going to just say, you know, let's hope she doesn't like use lightning to burn down the seven dwarves house. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, so it's just it's just really funny like, you know, I mean, we don't get into like the Twitter YouTube drama very often. But I just found this funny that three of the channels that I watch um, and not even watch the most necessarily, but that I definitely watch a good chunk of uh, all got banned in the same couple days. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it was planned that way. I'm not going to go that far, um, yeah. but it, it, it's definitely, it's just definitely one of those things. But for something as simple as, as translating Volar Mongolis, when you're talking about world war, she Hawk, where, you know, there has been a war, in comics against male characters for the last few years and you're rehashing probably the seminal Hulk storyline of the last 25 years um, mm-hmm. to give it to She-Hulk who you have dramatically changed who and what that character is and looks like it's just because of reasons 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I put on here. I I, I said in, in the like the one sentence description, I said as from heel versus baby face got banned for reasons. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like if you're going to be on the social media stuff on the socials, as the kids call it, just, and you don't want to get banned, just kind of watch what you say and, you know, use Klingon or Valerian or Dothraki and you should be fine. Yeah. Because we know, especially if you're coming from one side of an argument, you're going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot more, you're not going to have as much space to wiggle room as you would if you're coming from another side of the argument. Correct. Just, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And because I don't prescribe to that, that's why I'm not on Twitter. Because Twitter is the worst of the platforms for that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad, but it's also, and, and it's funny because Twitter was like the best. It was the one that you had the hope, most hopes for, and it just ate itself. Mm-hmm. So if you had 10 rings, what would you do with them? Well, I would rather have six stones. And what do these <laughs> rings do? Uh, well, they are the majority of the title of the Shang-Chi movie. So Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. So that, <laughs> Legend yeah, of the Ten Rings. Sorry, Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this will be – this. The Shang-Chi trailer was was definitely better than the first one, right? Um, so that the that first, first trailer it, let's, it was, was more of a teaser than a trailer. It was awful. One. Yeah. It was awful. And so, this one So it gave me hope that this movie could be okay. Here's my takeaway. Michelle Yeoh looks awesome in anything that she does. And I've yes. loved her since uh um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, the guy playing Shang-Chi's dad looks to be about the same age as Shang-Chi. Um, the dude playing Shang-Chi, I know was on that show, Kim's Convenience, looks more like a guy who should be working at a convenience store than a martial arts master. <laughs> and I, I, I know you and I don't like have the same like thought process on Aquafina. But, like, I like Aquafina. I like her delivery. She's funny. She's, you know, um, like, what, what did Ken Jong call her? Asian Ellen in, um, <laughs> in Crazy Rich Asians. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 more, I'm more on board with her than you are. But, yeah, uh, I can take her or leave her. The guy playing yeah. Shang-Chi just looks like just some guy. You know, he doesn't look like he's a hero. Um, Shang-Chi in the comics is drawn like very angular, uh, like Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee, like, and, yeah. and, and this guy is, is roundish, like stay puff marshmallows. Yeah. So I would have, yeah, oh, I, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to, I was just going to say as, 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 as a whole, I like what I saw in this trailer and going back to the, uh, what was his, what's his name? Simu uh, something. I don't, I'm wondering if he he has the presence to be what they're trying to to be what Shang Chi is because again I will admit I there's not much I know about Shang Chi he's one of those well, obscure you, characters you that I don't know. You are part of ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world when when you yeah. say that 
things. So um, I was going to say real quick, uh, Andrew Koji, Jason Tobin, or Joe Talzum would have all been better as far as aesthetically looking like Shang-Chi from the comics. And that mm-hmm. is uh, Assam, Young Jun, and Lee Young, a.k.a. Uh, Behan from uh, yeah from Mortal um, Kombat from Warrior on on HBO Max, which everybody should watch uh, instead of Shang Chi. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I just think uh, the the effects look good. I I think the rings are are gonna be an interesting MacGuffin because they're kind of like a whip and a gun and a melee and range weapon all in one. Yeah, a, a lot of that reminded me of some of the old martial arts movies where they had stuff like that, uh, but just with better effects now. Yeah. So, I mean, the effects I know are they, good. Yeah, I know one of the things they mentioned is they were trying to capture that old school feel of some of those older martial arts movies. I mean, with the terrible dubbings. That was, you know, an editor's choice of me saying the terrible <laughs> dubbings, but... Uh, <laughs> And again, those were the ones I grew up on. I love those things. Yeah. It's corny and cheesy as they were. I love those. So if it does that and it, it, and again, we cannot stress this enough. As long as its purpose is to tell a good story. Now, again, the story could be shit or the story could be average, could be good, whatever. As long, based on what I saw from the action in this trailer mm-hmm. to the special effects, like you said, which were pretty good. If they focus on the story and not trying to give deliver us a message about whatever, I don't even care what the if they're just focusing on the story first, mm-hmm. combine that with the action, I think it'll be, you know, it'll be a decent affair. Yeah. Um, I do I do also want to point out like there are people who think that abominate like abomination makes cameo in the trailer. And I don't know if you saw, but people thought he was fighting Wong from Doctor Strange. Oh, I didn't know that they thought he was fighting Wong. Yeah, that, I, I know that he was fighting a wizard. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's a guy in a monk's robe with close cropped hair. So, you know, instead of a, a giant expansive Marvel universe, it's Wong. <laughs> so yeah, and instead of it being like just a jobber that abomination can snap in half, it's it's Wong. So, <laughs> but uh, I wonder if Tim Roth is back as. Uh, I didn't look that up, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw something when I like when I was trolling the internet or scrolling through the internet yeah. yesterday or the other day that Tim Roth was making okay. his. This was before the trailer came yeah. out. So, but I, I again I wasn't hundred percent sure where that source was from, so yeah. I, I can't confirm or deny that. And then uh, other people thought the dragon was Fing Fang Foom. Um, but I'm going to burst that bubble right now. It is the great protector. Uh, there's a pop out for it already that matches the, Oh yes, it is. Yeah. Dragon that we see. Yeah. So, um, they've already said Fing Fang Foom is not going to be in the movie and, you know, Marvel doesn't want to surprise anybody with anything anymore. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. I like, I thought it it was better. Like it, it showed some interesting stuff. Um, I I'm on board with Michelle Yeoh. I don't know if this is one I need to see in the theater though. I'm I'm still I I'll 
depending on what's out around that time, because it'll be, it's around those times where I'm, I want to be in the theaters more. So if that's the only thing that's interesting, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a gander. Yeah. I'll give it a go. You're going to, you going to get that Shang-Chi stand account going. You're going hit to <laughs> hit the comic book store and, and, and get all the back issues. No, because no. I'm, I'm not even, okay. I, I haven't gotten any Shang-Chi pops. I haven't pre-ordered <laughs> anything. So oh that, that'll tell you how. Okay. Yeah. This is this is how I know the the Shang Chi movie does not have a lot of buzz. There are entire boxes of Shang Chi pops on the pegs at Target still, and like my Target never has any toys, so they whenever they get something they sell out. Um, it's all Shang Chi, all six figures, and the AI Tony Stark Iron Man suit from the. Virtue Signal and Winter Soldier line. <laughs> like there, there are because there's two of those per box, and there are probably ten of those at my Target on on the, wow. on the peg. None of the other characters. So, although I was at a different Target and I saw Zemo, and I didn't get it, and now I kind of regret it. <laughs> but I'm not getting Marvel Legends anymore because they kind of suck. Uh, not they don't yeah. suck, but I only get the Cyclops ones. Um, yeah, I uh, just a quick thing on the Marvel Legends. Talk about, did you see what they did with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier ones? They did a Build-A-Figure, but the yeah, Build-A-Figure was not a wings. figure. It, it was the wings. They did the same Dude. thing. They did the same thing with Homecoming with the uh, with the, uh, the Vulture wings. The spider. Uh, that is some of the cheapest BS yeah. that you can pull. Yeah. You're better off just waiting and buying the, uh, the, the Sam Wilson Captain Virtue Signal. Uh, for like forty bucks on eBay yeah. or something with the wings. Yeah, like Jess got me the Captain Wilson, and she was pissed because it didn't have any wings. Yep. She was like, "I saw the wings." At <laughs> same, the same thing I did when I when it first came out. I was like, "Oh, I have to get this." And then I did look, did some digging. I'm like, oh, "Are you serious? The wings don't come with it." You should have just pre-ordered like, the uh, sideshow collectibles one with the wings. That is kind of badass looking and super posable. Yes. But anyway, but anyway, yeah, Shang Chi. It yeah. looks better than what we saw before. Uh, I'm still not convinced, but you know, I mean, this, The Eternals, Black Widow. I'm not really excited about any of it. Yeah, I. I when can we get that Spider Man trailer? Uh, there, I saw something about a date, but I did not see when the date was. Yeah, they just don't want it to take away from the buzz that they're trying to build with Shang Chi. Well, I they don't want to take away from the buzz that they're trying to get to. That's Hopefully, what... recoup some expenses from having Black Widow sit on the shelf for two years. Yes, great idea, fellas. Great idea. If you are looking to escape the TVA and you want to hide in an apocalypse, Daryl, don't yes. follow. Don't follow Sylvie. Don't follow her at all. Yeah. Don't follow Sylvie for anything. Yeah, but... you know she was uh, she was kind of weird. I like I I don't know Sophia Di Martino from anything, right? The the lady Loki Sylvie, um, but I feel like they needed to pick an actress who could command the screen like Tom Hiddleston does. Yes. So so a funny thing, uh, a couple of my friends, we, you know, in, my, in the guys chat, I have one of the things that one of my friends wrote, he says, Mobius and Loki chemistry is greater than Loki and she Loki chemistry, Yeah, which is 
hundred percent correct. Well, I, I I encourage everyone to go to uh, Sophia DiMartino's um, IMDb page because in her profile picture she's got this like weird goofy smile with bright red lipstick on and kind of looks like a clown. Um, so not that she's not a pretty lady or anything, but like the only thing I've even seen, I think that she was even in was yesterday. And I don't remember the character that she played in yesterday. I still haven't watched that movie. It's okay. I like the Beatles. Um, I imagine like, like the, the guy in yesterday, if, if I woke up in a world where nobody remembered the Beatles that I would probably try and remember all of their songs and, and write them myself. But um, as anyone who knows me knows, I don't know the words to any song and I tend to just enjoy making them up to the, to the melody more than singing them. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So she, uh, Sophia there as, as Sylvie, um, is definitely a lesser Loki. Yeah, and one, we knew this was going to happen in the sense of not just because Loki has been a female in the comics, in Norse mythology, Loki has yeah. been a female, but also that you know the direction Marvel has been going with this type of stuff. So it's it comes as no surprise. And it doesn't come as any surprise either that she's better than this are Loki in pretty much everything too. Yeah, I, and I, that's... I, I, we we watched as a family uh, this time. I did not watch it before, and when they were going through the TVA, and she's just like killing the TVA hunters and knocking them down and using their their eraser sticks and and all of that stuff, and like it was nothing. It's like give me a i like i legitimately sighed like four times like, which honestly like, the, and <sighs> which again what did i tell you the first episode that was my problem is how he, how they took down loki and how much trouble he's as guardian well he's technically you know he's raised as guardian yeah. he's technically you know giant yeah but he's from yoden he had all this trouble and this issues and then she comes in you know and does what i expected him to do based on his knowledge his experience level and all the stuff he can do yeah even without his magic right. he should have been able to do all of that right because he's still got like strength and durability and yeah all and that 1500 and... years of fighting experience but here's the other thing is when he was fighting uh randy and the hillbilly dude in the mini mart or in the in the shopping center he had access to his magic and he still mm -hmm. got his ass kicked by a human. Yes. So, and, yeah. And this is one of the things, I think I said this last week, and I have been annoyed with the MCU, and I'm annoyed with a lot of stuff where they are very inconsistent with things. There is a scene in this episode where Loki force holds a building and pushes it back up. A yeah. building. Yeah. And you're telling me he's getting his, his ass handed to him by possessed humans. Right. It makes no sense. And it's, it's taking a character and I was conversing with my brother about this, a character that's a trickster is a badass, and they're making him a joke. Mm. And they've, it, they've done this with Drax. And, and after the first guardians of the movie, Drax is 
I don't even, you can't even call him Drax. Yeah. I know people laugh at it and stuff. He's, but he's again that he's the butt of a joke, and he shouldn't be. Yeah. Just like Loki shouldn't be. Well, let's let's also talk about the other thing that Loki shouldn't be. That doesn't really matter, to be a hundred percent honest. But Kate Heron, the the director of uh, of all of these episodes, said, "From the moment I joined, uh, again on Twitter, mind you, uh, from the moment I joined at Loki official." It was very important to me and my goal to acknowledge Loki was bisexual. It w- It is a part of who he is and who I am, too. I know it's a small step, but I'm happy and my heart is so full to say this is now canon in MCU. The fact that she said that was her goal should have disqualified her from ever taking part in this show. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, again, Loki being... Oh, and then CBS's headline for this. Loki confirmed as bisexual becomes first major queer character in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Eh, wrong. Loki becomes the first self-insert uh, queer character in yeah. the Marvel Universe. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, it, it's just one of these things where... Um, uh, it's it's like I say about like Brian Bendis and and Dan Slott. Who who are you, Kate Heron, to to stand on the shoulders of you know sixty years of a character and 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 self insert yourself into this character? What you're doing isn't writing. What you're doing isn't creative. What you're doing is self insertion at the uh, peril of the story you're trying to tell. Yes. And that's the problem with this show so far. That was the problem. And again, I don't know what Malcolm Spellman said. I, I don't remember some of the stuff he said, but that was the problem with Captain America or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was too focused on inserting things, inserting messages, inserting you know ideologies instead of telling a good story. Yeah. I mean, remember, remember back in the good old days when, when we were watching WandaVision and it's like, Really, the only thing we could argue about is, like, is she the villain or isn't she? Yeah. Like, the, the more, the more, the further we get away from WandaVision, and even though the finale wasn't great, the, the, the more whimsical I am for WandaVision. Oh, absolutely. Like, all, all these other, all these, the, the, all these other, all of the two shows that we've gotten since just make me wish they would have just stopped at WandaVision and been like, all right, we're good. Yeah, we, we, knocked, just, we knocked this one out of the park, <laughs> or just or just kept it up with hey, you know we're gonna do this what if series. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's animated. Yeah, that's done. Yeah, we because and again we know this has been coming. Based, I mean, this has been going on in comics for years. Well, here's, but we here's the other fun thing about about Kate Heron's tweet. This Loki's a variant. Loki's dead. Mm-hmm. There's no by Loki in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. Like, you know, like uh, th- this isn't the win that that these people think it is. Like, all right, you you have a a, a um a superfluous version of the character who is most likely going to be deleted at some point. Uh, all right, cool. The character's still dead. Yeah, and I, I have a problem when people want to have a character that I, I get I get it when people say hey I can identify with this character because of this trait okay 
whatever. But when you're a creator and you're doing that at the expense of a story that's uh, that you should be trying to tell, that tells me you should not be anywhere near creative uh, uh, creative endeavors like this. No, do your own. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, do your own. But not taking someone else's work and then working your own ideas, ideology into it. It's, That's where the problem we have. It's like I like to say, who are you to change yes. what someone great created? Make your own thing. Make your own thing. Yeah. Like it's it's hard. That's why they don't do it. That's why pe- that's why these these, yeah. these people don't do it. It's hard to make your own thing. That's that's it's, why we're getting stuff like the Miles Morales something. clone saga. That's why we're getting the World War She Hulk. That's why we're getting all of these rehashes. I'm calling that World War They Hulk for the rest they- of my life. <laughs> so um. and we know you could do that considering the supernatural thing. So <laughs> <laughs> what what supernatural thing is? Or is that like well, the Rocky thing? Well, I mean, or the, the supernatural thing? ten year anniversary. But as as it, many issues as I had, uh, I had the biggest issue with that tweet, and it's and what it it's basically telling me that the rest of this show, I can we can be almost assured that the rest of this show is going to be average at best. Oh, oh, I think you're at, you're way overshooting. Way overseller. How bad yeah. this is going to be from here on so, out. But, but we're, I, I we're halfway say, in. We're halfway in, yeah. and, and this is a a Seinfeld episode. Nothing has happened at all in this series. Not one but thing I, of note. I will give a, this episode some credit. I did like the fight scenes, despite making Loki a jobber. Yeah, which he was absolutely a jobber in this episode. The 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 fact that comes out that all the TVA uh, agents or what have you. Yeah. They're all variants, yeah, that was which I think that that's that's very interesting. Yeah. And again, this has nothing to do with plot, but Loki singing and singing that kind of like Norse song, like when he slows it down, not the fast version, but when yeah. he actually slows it down, there was something about that that like there's some it pulled some emotion out of me because I like one, I like that type of singing. Yeah. And it, there was just something very intimate about it and how he was looking at, well, I would say himself, but the other variant. Right. There were. I really like that. But so, other than that, that uh, yeah. was it. That's I felt what like, I liked about this episode. I felt like this was just a uh, an MCU version of an episode of Doctor Who. That's, I mean, I'm, I've seen enough Doctor Who things about Doctor Who, yeah. which, yeah. So yeah, there, there, actually... there was like a, a temporal device that was broken that they had to try and fix to, to, to get on, almost like a Bad Batch episode with the, with the ship. Um, there was a thing that was broken that they had to fix. There was a bunch of stuff falling. There was lots of running. There was a bunch of people trying to deceive and, and you know, double-cross each other. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, the best part of this was when Loki got drunk on the train and, and you know, uh, smashed the glass. And he said, another. <laughs> <laughs> how, how very, I like that because that was the nice very, little uh, callback to Thor. Yeah. Yes. So. I mean, it was it was a callback to his as guardian, his adoptive adoptive as guardian roots. Yeah, so that was about it for me. Everything else, you know, you. I, I mean, I still maybe next week. Did, they, we only have two. I, we, looks, we have three episodes. Yeah, left. It, Four it looks episodes. like we're going to get the history or the kind of like a quick history of Sylvie next week yeah i'm okay like but, here's the thing the less we know about sylvie the more interesting the character is 
yeah but yeah because right now i just i'm still don't have like i have no connection to her it's how she's written i I don't think the actress and again i don't know if it's her or because i know she's written right now she's written poorly yeah i think it's a combination Um, of of she's She's not as strong enough actress to share the screen screen with Tom Tom Hiddleston to to yeah. to to feel like she's any that she's anything other than a lesser Loki, right? Because yeah. yes, when yes, when, like the the brief scene we had with uh, uh, Gugu Batha Raw as uh, Ravina uh, Renslayer as the judge and Tom Hiddleston, like that was a good scene because she acted very well and very much in charge and very like you know no no you're god i don't care i'm i'm the judge i'm the one who's passing down your sentence mm-hmm. and owen wilson you know who was woefully missing from this episode um hell even uh miss minutes when when loki was trying to hit her with the uh jet ski magazine had more chemistry <laughs> than yeah than sylvie did um so yeah, I, I just I don't know. So uh did you did you realize the little like time tuner thing is called a tempad? T E M P A D. No. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh <laughs> and telling. But... Um but anyway. All right. So let's say out of five busted Tim pads, <laughs> what do you call what do you give this? You know, originally I gave it a 2.5, but I'm dropping this down to a 2. Talking about it more, like Loki being a jobber, the CG was not good in this episode. It, it just, the everything about this seems like they're skimping on budget, mm-hmm. even though I don't think they are, but it, it just comes across that way. Inconsistencies with the storytelling, particularly Loki. Um, you know, make Loki who he is. Make not Loki some, Loki again. <laughs> yeah, that was just, I was going to say <laughs> But yeah, I, I give it a two. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with a solid four. Oh wait, no, that's wrong. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with the two. Yeah. It... <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I'm I'm not. I I totally forgot this episode came out on Wednesday. Uh, it wasn't until later in the evening when I got a notification on my phone that there was a new episode of Loki available on Disney Plus. So. Yeah. Well, see, I have a kind of it's you know it's. Donuts and Disney Plus for me on Wednesdays. And so before I start working, I get my donut, get some coffee, and I'll watch this. Do you call that DN to Plus? <laughs> yes. And then I start work grumbling because I was upset with how this episode was. <laughs> yeah, see, I came home from the gym, and I didn't even think about Loki being on. I was like, no, I just got to work. Um, but, yeah, I you know, I think a two is, is a – more than fair score. I was about to say it's more one. than fair. It's more than fair. It's downright yes. lenient. So as I was watching the Bad Batch, I could not help but think perhaps what they should have done is made a Bounty Hunters series this week. Yeah, Tales of the Bounty Hunter. Like I, some of the the old books. Yeah, I you know, I mean we were introduced to so many Bounty Hunters during the Clone Wars. Um and you could have, you actually could have kept the Bad Batch in this ep- in this series, and and just made them bounty hunters instead of mm-hmm. these weird, like babes in the woods who don't know how to lace their own boots. So if if your show, if you're the the titular characters of your show 
are not in an episode and that episode is the best one that you've had or one of the best ones you've had after what 10 9 or 10 episodes this is episode uh this is episode 9 yeah that's a problem this was the best this was my favorite episode of the series so far um i actually really liked this episode i i liked um i, I mean i love cad bane i love cad bane um, my I, big concern about Cad Bane is why did his hat get so small? <laughs> I know I said this last week, but like I was, I'm like legitimately concerned about what happened to his hat. Uh, <laughs> I spent like way too much time. Like I started to look up why was Cad Bane's hat so small, and I was like, you know, that's just taking it a step too far. Well, one of the thing, first comments that last week that one of the blind wave guys said was like his hat smaller. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, well, because before he had like a Kentucky Derby style hat. And now he's got like a I'm just going out to do some gardening in the afternoon size hat. Yeah. And he, he like I love that. I, I don't know. I don't know who voices him, but I love just the tone and the the tempo of his voice and how he, yeah. you know, how he talks. And I just love that character. And, you know, Ming-Na as Phoenix Shan. Oh yeah. Like their, their battles, their, or their fight. It was, I think it went like three or four different rounds. Yeah. I, I really liked how they told the story through that. Like through the well, fight. She, yeah. Yeah. So um, like she won this round. Corey, he won this round. He won this round. Then she won. Yeah. yeah it's Corey Burton. Who who does and he did it during the Clone Wars as well, but yeah, because it's that great like robot-y, you know, because he's got the breathing tubes there, because um, he's a Dor- or Dur- he's from Duros, um, or he's a Duros. I guess that's a species. He's from Duro. Uh, yeah, no, but you're right. The 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 rounds. The um, I think the cool move was when he threw the grenade at her and she like straight up like soccer kicked it back at him. Um, and he did not break his spine. Oh yeah. So, um, Toto three sixty was great. Uh, oh yeah, he was good. And, and that was and Omega uh, was great. That was Seth Green. If you were if you were curious. Oh at really? All. Okay. Yeah. So didn't um, know that. I think he did it during the Clone Wars too. I don't remember, but I mean that's the kind of voice like Seth Green should do one hundred percent. But no, Omega was. Uh, or Omega <laughs> was great. Uh, I, you know, we were talking before we started. Well, okay, first off, we learned that she is like Boba. She's an unmodified replication of Jango Fett. And that's why they have the bounty out on her, which I think we pretty much all suspected. Um, right. I know there was some thought, too, that she was another of the uh, the Bad Batch type of clones. But this makes more sense, and it makes it more interesting. Um, Lama Sue being a bad guy was not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't a. Uh, it, it wasn't a, a, like, a surprise, but at the same time, it's like okay, like you just want the like you're very short sighted. Um, so that was interesting. Tan Wee, uh you know, Tom Wee was in, in Attack of the Clones. So, I mean, just like Lama Sue was, but but Tom Wee was the one that uh, Boba talked about in, in episode two. So that was that was sad to see what happened to Tom Wee happen. 
Um, rip. Yeah, rip. Uh, but Nala say is is an interesting character as well and it'll be interesting to see more of that power dynamic on Kamido hopefully in the second half of the season um yeah I, yeah like honestly just with the clones themselves i love the idea of just their variant personalities but i don't know if it's just that the storytelling sticks when they're on screen and it's as if the writers don't know what to do with them. I think the writers keep falling back on the trope or the, like, okay, Wrecker is the the funny meathead. Hunter's the dad. Tech and Echo are the same character. They should have turned Tech bad instead of Crosshair. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, honestly, I... you could kill Tech or Echo and it would not change anything with the show. No, it wouldn't. And no. honestly, I say I say kill Tech and leave Echo because you know we've had Echo longer and um, we we just got him back. <laughs> so, uh, of course, that would make his death a little more, uh, even more, you know, sad. But yeah, I don't know. I I thought this was a pretty good episode, and I I think they did a good job staving off the uh, Omegas and Mary Sue arguments again. Um, because I just don't. Sorry, go ahead. I just don't see people who are making that argument are actually watching the show. I, you know, I mean, we all have our biases towards things, right? And, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I I think in the force, Ray was a Mary Sue. I think as a fighter, Ray absolutely was not. Um, mm-hmm. I think you could yeah. argue, like, in the Force, Leia might have been a bit of a Mary Sue because we didn't get to see a whole lot of her training, and we know she walked away before she finished. She completed her training, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's still Mary Poppins. I mean, she was more space. Mary Poppins, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was She was more uh, Yondu Adonta. Um, yeah, she was Mary Poppins, y'all. Y'all. Uh, no, I, I, I liked how, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, this is this is uh, Boravio, this is a... a retired cloning station so of course she's going to know how to work everything there because she spent the first 9 10 11 years however old she is of her life with that technology uh Mm -hmm. do you think that was a snoke clone that landed on on finnick that was a weird it, it looks familiar in some way to me i don't know if it was from another property i was thinking of or or if it was star wars I but know. I don't know if that that would be a little bit too on the nose. And so, we can't, we've we've got a lot of fan service already in this right. show. Oh yeah, we do, don't we? Um, what would have been really cool, and and it could have just been totally throwaway, but a mutated version of Anakin in one of those things. <laughs> like you know, Sidious was trying to have them like clone Anakin, and they just couldn't do it. With uh, you know, his M count made it impossible. His Metaclorians. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, but no, I, I I like this episode. It was full of action. It was the first one that actually like well, last week had action. Let me let me rephrase that. It had a bunch of action. It was still super self contained, which was nice. Uh, I almost uh, let me rephrase that. I wish Cad Bane would have would have kept her in in gotten off Bora Vio with Omega in 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 hand. So that we could have got like a bad batch rescue mission instead of the bad batch, you know, randomly showing up to rescue the pod that ran out of fuel. Yeah. 
and that was my probably my biggest gripe with this episode is that it did not give you enough time to in that regard. And again, that's that goes back to the whole issue we're having with the story about these clones who are supposed to be, yeah, they're supposed to be these great fighters. They're supposed to be, you know, unique in their way of thinking. They're supposed to be the heroes of this show and they don't come across that way at all. And if you would have done, if you would have done that, if you would have had them find a way to rescue uh, Omega from Cad Bane next episode, you know, say he got away. Mm-hmm. That that could have that could have redeemed. I won't say total failure, but redeemed just the in the inability of this story to pose these clones or to right. pose the Bad Batch as they should be. Yeah. No, I I think I think that's fair and that's right. Um. All right. So I don't think we need to go too deep into this. It's. Uh, like you know honestly watching this show is turning into a bit of a chore um, so yeah we got only six seven episodes left uh, yeah something like that so um yeah okay so out of um five broken clone containers what do you give this i was debating on i i, I i'll keep it as a three again i really love the finnick cad bane storyline that we got but it continues when we would go back to the clones and it's like a lot of this, it continues to stick. Yeah. This like it's, it sticks in the mud yeah. and I still, I, you know, again, love Omega. I, I really like what we got from her. And yeah. like you said, it, it we kind of knew this, it, it's not a surprise, but it is out in the open now. Yeah. It's so cool. it's cool I'm curious to see know. where they go with that. Yeah. Plus I found you an Omega pop this week. Yes. So, which I'm excited about. Target Target exclusive. So, uh, yeah. So I'm with you. I'm I'm a three. Um, like actually no, I'm sorry. I'm a three and a half. Um, I'm giving it a bump up just because I thought the action was really good and, um, I felt like they they just handled it all really well and it made me want more. This is the first time I wanted more of any particular story, um, including Rex two weeks ago. Yeah, and this is actually the first episode in probably two maybe three weeks that i've actually watched reactions to oh, so wow. that'll tell you something yeah that does tell me something um yeah I, I i just i don't know where they're going with this um you know we're more than halfway through again like just like loki right we're more than halfway through and there's no direction to this show right i mean there's not even the 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 villain of the week type of thing that they've done because it's been so uneven when I first turned on the episode, I thought this was going to be a clip show. Yeah. Um, of course, we're Superman and Lois. Uh, so that's what we're talking about. Um, I, this was an amazing episode. This was directed by Gregory Smith, who um, was on Everwood, Rookie Blue. He's directed a ton of TV. Uh, it was written by Brent Fletcher. And I felt... Like, this is the first time, like, we got to see just how expansive the Superman world is. Um, because this Superman was always, is it? I mean, this is a spinoff of Supergirl. And they made Supergirl the protector of Earth, not Superman. 
Yeah. And it gives us. And I remember, I still remember when we first started talking about this show. And I said, this show had me when he saves the kid. The kid says, nice suit. And he's like, thanks, my mom made it for me. Right. And that instantly sold me. That instantly sold me on this show. And we got to see that whole scene this time. Yes. That was cool. Yeah, and I like what we, we see a little training montage where it, it took some nods from Man of Steel, but it added to it. I love what Jorel says to him. Like, you know, you have to figure out why you want to do this. Right. Speaking, and you have to live speaking among of Jorel, let's all pour one out. Yes. For Robert the Bruce. <sighs> Robert the Bruce. Um, yeah, this, God, you know, I know we say this every week, but man, like this show, the show is just so good. Like, and, and it's entertaining. That's the thing. It, it, it's, you know, Tall Row, Morgan Edge. Like, since they made that reveal two episodes ago, they've only made that character cooler every week. Yes, because one of the things you said is he, he was very much a reminder of Zod in Man of Steel. Well, my in the sense biggest of what his, fear was that he was Zod. Yeah, which I, we're very glad. he. Thank you for not doing that. Thank you for mm -hmm. not doing that. But in this episode... When he, him, he he's fighting Clark or he's fighting Cal, what he says is he he's so hurt by his re, by Clark rejecting him. Yeah. That's how what he looks at it as. And when you see a little bit more of his history with his father, or you know his his own Jarrell, you can see why. His Zeta Rowe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zeta Rowe. And not just that, but also how he was first greeted and when he came to Earth and how he was experimented mm -hmm. in, in prison. So you understand his point of view, not only in the sense of why he hates humanity, but also he's thinking, hey, this is my brother. I know he's lived with humans, but I think once he realizes who I am, he'll come to me. He'll come yeah. to my side. He'll be on my side. And then that pain and anger of being rejected of him, like, you know, you know, having an exclamation with emphasizing each word he says with a punch about you rejecting me and this and then what does he do with a person like that what he does when he's hurt he lashes out mm -hmm. and he tries to hurt that hurt the person that hurt him as bad or worse yeah that he's been hurt and he does exactly that yep i mean You know, Edge, Tauro. I, I like calling him Tauro. That's just fun to say. I mean... Uh, yeah, I like that. He went to the farm. Yes. Uh, J Jordan tried his best. Um, you know, it, this, this, like, you know, uh, I'm just... I'm at a loss for words at, because I enjoyed this episode so much. Um, I, I liked... I liked the flashbacks. I really did. I I liked uh, I liked in this version that Lois fell in love with Clark. Yes. Um, and not Superman. And I love that scene where where she's like, "Is super hearing one of his powers?" And he just did that <laughs> wave, like you know, I, I heard everything. Um, but then seeing Clark take her back to the farm. And, and talking to Martha, 
um, to reveal everything to Lois was this is why I love Tyler Hawkins version of Superman so much. He's, 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 he's the, he literally is the perfect balance of the two characters of the two or the two sides of the character. Let me mm-hmm. rephrase that. Um, I feel like, I feel like we didn't get to see enough of Henry Cavill as Clark Kent. No, absolutely. We didn't. Um, no, we didn't. No. We, we, but I think he's a pretty damn good Superman. Um, I thought Christopher Reeve was a good balance. I thought Brandon Ralph did a great imitation of Christopher Reeve doing the balance. And I actually mm-hmm. thought Brandon Ralph's Clark Kent was the stronger version of that portrayal. Um, just because his Superman didn't get to do much of anything. Um, but did this, you know, and, and obviously Tom Welling was just Clark. He right. never got to be, he was the red blue blur. <laughs> But uh, at least he wasn't the streak. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, seeing seeing, you know, the, the a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events. I mean, the cataclysmic events are are him learning who he is from Jarrell. The first time he throws the heartstone down, wondering why it took him to the to the Arctic. Um to meeting Lois, to protecting her from Adam Man, and, uh, you know, to the birth of the kids, to his marriage. Those are, like, they're they're all cataclysmic events in his life. Some are good, some are bad. Um, and the way that Tal Rowe used the uh, the Kryptonian technology to, to dig those out, to learn everything he could about him, uh, was about as vicious a thing as a villain could do to Superman. Yes, absolutely. And, and going back to Tauro or staying along those lines, I love how it was such a, how he's such a diametric opposite in the sense that he built his fortress in the desert. And his reasoning was, I'd like the sun on my face. So here, here was the thing that I found interesting though, is he built it in the desert, but he chose the desert. Yes. Clark's Hearthstone, Jorel's Hearthstone, cho- led him right. to the Arctic. And when it got to the place it wanted to be, it stopped transmitting. And he dropped it and kind of gave up. Um, so, yeah, it's. And the loss of Jorel is going to be huge. Um, yes. There's never been a time that I remember that he hasn't had the the wisdom of Jarrell to help guide him. So th- this is this is uncharted un- uncharted. This is uncharted waters for for a Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because this one this version does not have his mother either. So yep. All connections with well, you know, actually, with you parents. know what? Technically, he does because he has the Eradicator. Yeah, that and, is true. And, and Laura, Laura Van L is still in there. And I was going to say, we still don't know if there is because again, this was more about Clark's journey to becoming Superman. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, we get a little bit of snippets here and there. We get the you know, Jordan and Sarah are finally making that. Hey, I don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah, just that was, friends anymore. That, yeah, that was, that was sweet. Cute. That was um, sweet. Yeah, I liked I like Jonathan's response to that. Um, just kind of teasing him. Uh, that was that was a good 
there was just a yeah. good brotherly moment. And here's the thing: like last week, we felt like they used the the twins a little too much. This week, they used them just the perfect amount. I, yes, I smacked the arm of the boot. <laughs> um, anyway, I you know again, Tyler Hoechlin, Bitsy Russell, like or Bitsy Turlock, their their chemistry is amazing. I I feel like you you feel like this is this is a couple who loves each other more than anything. Um, but man, just the the Ed the the Morgan Edge Talro Clark Kent Cal El Superman dynamic this week really put this over the top and um you know just just looking at uh at Adam Rayner uh he's crushing it right now just like just like uh um Eric Valdez does with Kyle like I I, I think it and Wally Parks does with, with John Henry Irons I I really think they picked the right foils for Clark and Lois um in this show and in the actors who do it really help they, they 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 all bring the best out of each other um and this is again where like it, it scratches that smallville itch from like later in the run when we got past tom welling face and you know you had that last little bit of michael rosenbaum and and tom welling on screen you know 60 percent of the time um just mm-hmm. Michael Rosenbaum lifting Tom Welling up as much as he possibly could. And then Tom Welling taking the reins and running with it and making it his show. Yeah. 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 These, this cast and we've, this is not something, I mean, we've said this maybe every week or (laughs) of this show, but again, they continue to impress Mm -hmm. like Kyle. He, he doesn't have a lot of, space here but you know his his short conversation with lois is great i mean where he's like look you know i basically i've been an ass this whole yeah. time you basically you were right i'm sorry about that and but he was coming he's always been coming from a place of he wants he's lived in smallville his whole life and mm-hmm. he, he's wanted what's best for the people of smallville and he thought that morgan edge was that person right well, so it's not yeah and, and to your point, we we see, we're actually shown that in one of Clark's flashbacks, when he first comes back to Smallville after his little uh, sojourn around the world and, and time in the fortress, learning to be Superman, and he goes back. He goes back to Smallville for Lana, and we see Lana is married to to Kyle at this point, and how excited he is that he got a job at the fire department because yes. it's a way he can protect Smallville. And I, I thought that was just a great scene. And um, it was also interesting because it pushed Clark to find who he was meant to be with, not who he thought he should be with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have a gigantic smile on my face just thinking about this show right now. Just, yeah. I, you yeah, know, I mean, I, it's so good. I mean, this is. <sighs> I'm thinking back to all the shows I've watched in the last few years and we've watched some good ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have the things like the Mandalorian you have, you know, with me, I've watched supernatural the and expanse. you know, game, the expanse and no show succession. The, the only show for me that makes me smile like this. And I'm not saying this is the best show I've watched in five years. Cause you know, something like the expanse is just so good, but mm-hmm. no, the only other show 
that has made me smile like this when I know I'm about to watch it? Can you take a guess what it is? Ted Lasso. No, because I've never watched Ted Lasso yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what. Supernatural. Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that same type of just unadulterated joy. Yeah. Because of the because of the writing, because of the acting, how they bring stories together, and you know, how they they lean in certain parts to nostalgia, but also formulate and uh, clear out and 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 follow their own path. Both of these shows do that in different ways, mm-hmm. and I love them for that. Uh, and again, it's not like me saying that these are the best shows, but these shows put the big, those two shows, Cobra Kai and Superman and Lois, put the biggest smile on my face when I know I'm about to watch them. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I mean, Ted Lasso is definitely one of those ones that would do that for you. Cobra Kai, 100%. So, yeah. Um, I, I think meeting Zeta Rowe was interesting. He he had a very, like, Baron Harkness uh, or Harkonnen sorry to him um you know from dune with the way he was training tal um and in kind of the the purification through pain mm-hmm. and ending the episode on that note where superman in order to save his family showed up on the farm and bent the knee right mm-hmm. like yeah. forget son of Jarrell neil before zod Son of Terrell, kneel before Dalro and do do so willingly. Um, it it was it was so interesting to see him have something to lose and to see what lengths he'd go to as a dad. Again, Clark Kent, nerd dad, best part of of this version. Um, what lengths he'll go to to protect them, um, especially after he just got beaten down like mercilessly in the Fortress of Solitude, mm-hmm. um, which again. Not jobbing Superman out because Tauro would be stronger. He was there longer. He was already older. He yeah. came into his powers much. He was able to come into his powers much faster, and he also spends more time in the sun, <laughs> uh, yeah. soaking up those those lovely, uh, you know, UV rays. <laughs> and add to all of that, remember Clark expended a lot of his solar energy. Yep. using the eradicator yeah he so, didn't have he didn't he was he was maybe at like 40 percent. yeah so this yeah this is absolutely not jobbing superman this was actually the and again this is the writers knowing hey we put our hero in the worst possible situation a situation he can not physically win mm-hmm. and what would he do when his family is threatened when he knows he cannot win this fight break his neck <laughs> oh wait wrong movie uh wrong superman no (laughs) um no you're right and you know and then going back to the the desert fortress and and um you know zeta rose you know he will be purified in pain um (laughs) was just awesome i loved every second of that um and then we get we get red eyes superman coming up and and lois calling john henry irons like uh hey johnny boy I need your help. <laughs> uh, I I am very excited to get Willie Parks back on yep. the show. I've missed he's him. Been, in, I mean, he, he's been he's been missed. Um, and yes. I know Wally Park doesn't listen to our podcast, but if if anyone ever sends him this clip, 
um, the episodes without him, like even as good as these episodes are, they would be made better with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. Like I told you, I, I loved him in his short stint on uh, all American, yeah. but I, this he's even better on this. Yeah. I love him in premium rush. He's such a dick in that movie. It's great. <laughs> you know, like looking back at this now, like maybe, maybe it's not a, uh, uh, John Washington. Um, shoot. See, I don't even remember his name now. Willie John Park. David Washington. John, yeah, John David Washington. Like, forget that. Like, let's have Willie Park be Black Panther. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but no, in, in, in just calling that, and, you know, I, I really, like, we were joking before we started this segment, but um, I really hope they don't do the love triangle thing. No, don't I, do that. I and want I, it to be all business. Um, I do want them. I I do want him to come back with the steel suit with the Superman symbol on it, though. Oh, dude, that would be amazing. Just to remind Clark of who he is. I'm the Man of Steel. Yeah. No, no, no. To remind Clark who Clark is. Oh yeah. So. But he is also the Man of Steel. Yeah, they're both the Man of Steel. They're the Men of Steel. <laughs> they're the steel men's daryl the steel men's uh all right so let's say out of five crushed daddy heartstones daddy jorel heartstones what do you give this uh let's, let's just call it the the you know two-thirds season finale <laughs> give it a 4.5 it's this show and one of the things i one of the well the first thing i wrote is 11 weeks and the show continues getting better it giving us that kind of that jump back into time and watching clark become superman and be you know fall him and lois fall in love like the scene where she's basically telling him hey why don't you stay here and he's like being you know the gentlemanly mm-hmm. clark and she's and she's like what do you like like and he says you know i'd like it here and she's yeah. like what do you like better the story or the company and he's like i think that's kind of a trick question right and i'd love those little scenes because you know tyler and elizabeth are just work so well together now the worst absolute worst thing about this episode is that july 13th is the next one right so that's the that was one of those heart crushing things when i saw that i'm like what but yeah overall great it's just another great episode yeah we got so much more from morgan edge sort mm-hmm. slash tower row yep this just just keeps getting better and better and i'm just really excited to see these see how we ended these last i think four or five episodes i can't remember is it 16 or 15 uh I'm drawing a blank what are we at on 10? which one this was 10 this was 11. This Wait, no. No, this was 10. There's but four, I don't know how many. Uh, have... There's 15 total. You're right. I'm sorry. This was 11. Okay. Never mind. I added... Okay, so so there's 15? Uh, yeah, and the last two episodes are directed by Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, interesting. So just putting that out there. Um. But yeah, I I I'm I'm gonna go right there with you with a four point five, um, and I am also kind of docking it a little bit because I I don't want to wait 
you know, until July 13th to watch more. Even though, in reality, that's only like three and a half weeks away. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're just so spoiled. But, um, I mean, the show was down 11% week over week um, to 861,000. <laughs> Um, but it was up 20% in the, or I'm sorry, up 2% in the, let me rephrase that again. It was up 11% in the key demos, 18 to 49 with a, with a, um, 2.0 share, um, which is the highest it's been since it came back. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I absolutely think, and you mentioned this a few weeks ago, I think is putting this on HBO max and having this on like the like on the days it comes out having it on that crawl or you know on the banner you know, that goes through and one of the first things people see i i think you would get a lot more eyes than you know people mm -hmm. that people who wouldn't normally watch it on yeah. the cw because there's a look there's a lot of people that well there's one a, there's a lot of people that don't have cable I, well i was gonna say there's a big part of the country that doesn't have cw yeah and there's that too and there's people that might have it and they're like, I'm not going to watch, like, I don't watch CW shows and because of what they've seen b before. Mm -hmm. But if you put something like this on an HBO Max platform, some of those people might be more willing to try it because, oh, it's on HBO Max. Let's give it a try. Yeah. So. Right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see how many, like, uh, how many households cw's in real quick while we're talking but no you're right i mean having it on hbo max as well because it was on hbo max during the um i i keep wanting to say hiatus but i i think the the sabotage um of the show i 100 believe that yes um that it was um it just it 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 was doing so well. It it was one of the few CW shows that was up over a million every week, and I mean now I mean it's 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 still doing. I mean still like eight hundred and sixty one thousand. Uh, or I'm sorry, eight hundred and thirty one thousand. Let me let me be correct there. Um, you know I mean that's a lot, but it's down thirteen percent from last week. Now the numbers aren't final; they might go up a little bit, but I mean they're not going to mm -hmm. make up a hundred and thirty thousand viewers. Yeah. So now, um, are we counted in that because we watch it next day on the, the CW? I do. I do not know. I I think. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, you know, I I just go to TVSeriesFinale.com and and they have they just have the the latest numbers um but yeah but i mean it's averaging like in the demo is averaging a 0.22 which is really good and it's it's at just over a million um viewers on average um still because the first you know the first six episodes did so well mm -hmm. but but yeah so i you know i i you you're not gonna convince me that you know, they, they didn't try to, uh, to do that, um, that they didn't try to sabotage the show. Um, and you know, who knows, like the, the show is entertaining and it's entertaining everyone. <laughs> and I, I haven't heard anyone say they don't like it, um, mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, I mean, you have but, people yeah. who don't like 
any of the CW shows for good reason. You have people who used to like the flash like me or like some of the people that I watch who they're saying they're having a hard time watching the flash because mm-hmm. it's gotten so bad. Yeah. And I mean, then they are gushing about this show. Yeah. The flash did 806,000, which was up 6% from the 759,000 the week before. But here let's uh, the, the flash has not broken a million yet this season. Uh, mm-hmm. This week it did eight eight oh six, which was the highest it's been since April thirteenth, and it has not taken any breaks since it came back in March. Um, mm-hmm. It got all the way down to six forty one, uh, which Serena Lois hasn't gotten that low. And its highest was the first episode was the season premiere at um, nine hundred ninety eight thousand, and that was a thirty eight and a half percent dip from the uh the previous season um and it dropped to a 3.0 in the demo which is a 50 percent drop from the previous mm-hmm. season's premiere um and i mean their their demo number is is really high for the most part but the last few weeks it's been 17 14 20 17 20 mm-hmm. so i you know i you know uh what was what was the show uh a walker is supposedly the the most watched um, show on the CW right now. Um, and I don't I'm gonna find the viewership for that. But I mean, you know, the the show is still getting strong numbers, even though it's not uh, it's not huge numbers. But like like you were saying, if this was on. HBO Max as well, and and they have the extended episodes on the app. And if they put that on the uh, on HBO Max, that's just another selling point to get people to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I can't so, find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, cool. We've kind of <laughs> we've kind of fizzled out here. Anyway, uh, yeah this this show four point five just like Daryl is great. It, it's it's you know, it's sad that it's taking another couple weeks off. I think it's just again shows they should have waited and either just waited till the fall to do it. Um, because it had that COVID uh covacation or coronacation, if you will. Um but yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's just keeps getting better and better. And it's just Hey, writer, showrunners, showrunner, just keep you keep doing what you're doing. Don't fall into the CW trap that a lot of these shows have. But I, I just, yes, I J- July 13th needs to hurry up and come. <laughs> yeah, is it July 13th yet? Um, okay, well, cool. On that note, uh, thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed doing it. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, July 19th will be at Fretboard Live. So if you're in and around Cincinnati, come check us out. Uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. You can go to our website, infospodcast.com, to get to everything you need. And check our shop out. We've got a bunch of really cool shirts and hats. Um, and there's a new shirt coming soon. All right. Any last words? Nope. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out.
DFS podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.